Well, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms comes to disarm you, uh, and they are bearing arms. Resist them with arms. Go for a headshot. They're going to be wearing bulletproof vests. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Concerning nonviolence, it is criminal to teach a man not to defend himself when he is the constant victim of brutal attack. In all of my years of public life, I have never obstructed justice. President Bush is asking the nation to employ what he calls weapons of the spirit. Government's corrupt. Police force corrupt. Education's corrupt. Super fly, red, red. So fucked up. Government's corrupt. Everlast, corrupt. Police force corrupt. Education's corrupt. So fucked up. Step two faces turning in trapped in the middle of the front line where the action's at. Head straight to the stove. It's like hanging on the edge on a ledge. I play my part. Piece to the puzzle. He's with the muscle. YG always in trouble Cause of what he know, cause of what he knew How he grew up and what he grew up to And what he gon' grow up to be Nothing wrong but hope he don't grow up to be like me Temptation to touch, a terrible thing It's placing in your palm unbearable things The streets has many wars, infantries, many ways Lives lost, many K's, full size and many K's Coming in so many rays, many shapes, sizes and shades Boys in blue, they just might get you Government's corrupt Police force corrupt Education's corrupt Susie were unhappily wet So Bobby shot Susie in the back of the head Bobby got taken to the county jail He put up his house and he walked on bail Now Bobby's on the streets, he's free as the breeze He saved up his loot for his legal fees He spent his whole bankroll on attorneys Who got the case dropped on technicalities Government's corrupt Police force corrupt Create the war that we fight for 
There's only one life and only one way to be God fan love to the GLD cause I can see Everything's corrupted, I'm corrupted TV corrupted, the public Niggas yelling out fuck you Government's corrupt Police force corrupt Mike Odenbeck, and this is Soberless Thoughts, and this is a podcast that we do uh, every motherfucking Friday that comes out. And it just so happens that Alex Sir Gorley just uh, had uh, had to get balls deep in the wife, and he couldn't make it tonight. But we are here with last week's entries into the podcast. I'm talking about Mr. Zach Wicks. I'm talking about Mr. Adam Rodriguez. I'm talking about Mr. Michael Reamer. And we are just fucking good like Alex is good his wife right now. And we are talking about shit that just is going crazy, like in the adder atmosphere type of shit, man. And this is what we call soberless thoughts. Cue the intro music. Blah, 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 blah. All right, everybody, welcome to soberless thoughts uh, here uh, for another week of, and I'm sorry that my, uh, my, my tone of voice has changed since the beginning, but you know what? I have entered into another realm. And this is what we call it's like a Southern Baptist. This is what we call. Dude, I've preached. I've preached. I have literally preached on this podcast. Testify. I, have. I have. You were preaching about 1800. Dude, last I have preached on this. I preached about going to the liquor store on this podcast. Actually, is what I preached about. But anyways, uh, on this okay. podcast, this this week, we're going to talk about uh, everything that we didn't talk about last week that we still have just built up in our systems, built up in our souls, built up in our inner atmospheres that is just waiting to just be exploded out upon the universe. And this is Soberless Thoughts. 
Have at it, boys. So 9-11. Dude, freaking Donald Rumsfeld the day before, man. Have you guys seen this video? They, Donald Donald J. Rumsfeld comes out there. I don't know if that's his middle name, but Donald <laughs> Rumsfeld comes out there and he he goes before this uh, like some congressional thing. And he says, we have lost track in the Pentagon of three point two billion dollars. What billion dollars? Dude, I'm t- I'll, I'll put that bad boy in the chat. I'm getting all fired up now, Mike. You got me all fired up about 9-11. Yeah, let's get fired up because I'm <laughs> fired right. about, about, about building seven. So yeah, oh, I want to hear about that building. So dude. Anyway, up. so yeah, old friggin' Donald Rumsfeld, man. I'm pulling it up right now. Nine <clears throat> eleven. I want to make sure. I almost want to say it was trillion, two point three. I'm going to say billion right now. I'm I'm going to pull this up. All right. <clears throat> yeah. No. No. I was right the the second time. Two point three trillion dollars missing. Here, I'll read the whole. This is Daily Motion, and you can watch the video. But basically, he comes out in front of. Um, all these big wigs and it's like yeah we just lost track of this money don't know where it went the day that 9-11 that was like seriously like two days before it happened that quote unquote yeah the day before 911. can you guys hear that secretary yeah. of defense donald rumsfeld yeah. okay, declared war not on foreign terrorists the adversary is closer to home it's the pentagon bureaucracy he said money wasted by the military poses a serious threat in fact, it could be said that it's a matter of life and death. Rumsfeld promised change, but the next day, the world changed. And in the rush to fund the war on terrorism, the war on waste seems to have been forgotten. My 03 budget calls for more than $48 billion. I don't know, but uh, there's another video out there where I've looked heard him say i promise That's i promise insane. he says it but it was like 2.3 tri- yeah dude and it hit the exact place in the pentagon where all the data was stored for all that crap so there's no way to there's they blew it all up we want to talk about the pentagon go back and look at where if it was a true plane where the wings the propel not what i guess i don't know what they're called propellers of the plane would have hit if you go back and look at they, they they've done reenactments of where that thing would have hit. It would have scraped the ground well before it hit the Pentagon. Right. And they've got reenactments of all this stuff. And there's no possible way specifically. And we could talk about the twin towers and, and building seven, but for the Pentagon, there's absolutely no way that that was a plane. There's no way. Go back and look at the videos. Look it up. Well, oh no, dude. And like all the video evidence, every single fucking piece of video evidence that is for the Pentagon on 9-11 has been confiscated by the United States government and is like, uh, no, that's, that's, uh, we're going to never seen. And I've only seen one instance where they showed the act the plane hitting the first tower. Just one. I've seen I've seen the plane hit the sec. I actually saw live the plane hit the second tower. I at Pendleton. Well, Adam wasn't in any any of my classes at the time, but yeah, it was. uh, They they were the teachers I had were trying not to let us watch it, which was it pisses me off to no end. But you know, I, I I had my own memorable moment that morning. Um, I was in Mr. King's class. I was in there for drama. Um, curiously, and uh, 
I looked up at the screen and I, I was like, Mr. King, I think you need to turn the sound back on. The, the towers are gone. I was what do you mean they're gone? I said, dude, they're gone. And it was after the towers had crumbled in. Damn, and he wasn't even letting you listen to the audio of the shit that was going on. That's fucked. Dude, well, I was not as normal, basically. Yeah, I was at NKU. Uh, I was at NKU. I was a freshman at NKU when this happened. That ages me. And then uh <laughs> a little bit. And I and I was I was literally in the in the in the process of having sexual relations with my girlfriend when uh her roommate comes busting into the room and says turn on a fucking tv and her russian accent and so we turn on the tv and there we see the aftermath of the first building getting hit and we're sitting there watching it like in our skivvies and we saw like whatever i don't remember which channel it was on but i remember the channel we were watching they were showing like there was a guy a cameraman standing down there with a with his camera pointed up at the towers at like a wide angle and you literally saw a plane coming in the distance and approaching the other tower and I remember looking at my girlfriend like, holy shit. And then boom, it hits the other tower. And dude, fucking we were, I was at, I was at a right state at the time. I was a freshman at right state and they locked the shit down, dude. Cause, uh, cause of the Wright Patterson air force base locked the whole motherfucker down. Like you could not leave the college you couldn't get on to the college like all the roads were blocked because Wright Patterson Air Force Base was right there right dude we lived they had the the uh the on campus that's where they took uh the Roswell UFO right yeah that's right they had the on campus they had the on campus pizza place which is called uh alien pizza <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh open the entire really time, did you know, the entire time that 9/11 we were shut down like the campus was literally shut down for like 5 days we could not go on or off campus cuz the the whole fucking campus was shut down like you couldn't you couldn't go anywhere and like we had to order pizza from the the people that were in the uh, in the campus pizza place was like uh they were uh they were on duty the entire time for five for five days. They were not allowed to leave the campus pizza parlor called uh, UFO Pizza. That's, that would be the shittiest job. Have we talked ever. about the fact that? <laughs> <laughs> have we talked about the fact that all of the pilots that could have came and stopped the airlines that were that were and shot down the the airlines that were going down were in the middle of a war game on the West Coast? doing the exact reenactment of what was happening at 9-11. So all that stuff happened. They were in the middle of a war game. Look this crap up, man. I'm not making this crap up. Uh, they went. They were on the West Coast, and they had to backtrack all the way. When it came across the radio, they thought that it was a war They thought that it was part of the war game. So nobody was able to go and actually do it. They, they could have shot down every single one of those planes. Maybe not the first one, but they could have shot down the rest of them, but they were actually on the other side of the country 
and it's just insane. All the stuff that if you look into it, and I will tell you for any viewers that are listening and want to look at more, look at the Corbet report because he has so he is the one that absolutely broke all this stuff. There's a documentary that came out of guys and it was an amateur documentary. I've only seen it a couple times. They took it down off of YouTube, but they, they investigated all this stuff right after it happened. And it was fresh and they go to people, eyewitnesses that were on the news and eyewitnesses that testified. I don't know where they testified, but like they've got video cameras of like one of the reports, especially something super shady happened at the Pentagon where one of the light poles had fallen over the road. And one of the guys said, I can't remember the full story, but one of the people that they, the FBI interviewed said that, oh, I saw the plane hit it or something like that. And they went back and interviewed all these same people and they started poking holes in every single one of the stories. And at the end of it, the guy wouldn't come out and say it, but they acted like they were off air or something like that. And he was like, I, I just can't say. He was like, they, they told me I couldn't say. Like, there's so much garbage. They have, if you go back and look, there was like uh, something like 32 angles that they saw that plane hit the Pentagon and only one, I think it was like one or two got released. And they say the, the, um, the, what the nail in the coffin for the whole story is the gas station that was across the street. They said they captured everything and it shows it, it, that it was essentially a missile to block all that stuff. I don't know what was there, but that something hit that thing and there was no way that it was a plane, but we look this up. There was like, Seriously, like 32 cameras on this thing. I mean, it was the Pentagon. How many cameras do you think that they have on it? I'm sure there was a million, you know? Oh, yeah. We, we only get one footage, one view release. And if you look at it, it's like a three-second blip. You know what I mean? And it, you can't see anything from that thing. Mike, talk about Tower 7. Listen, first of all, about uh, the Pentagon. Dude. Pull it. Dude, listen. Pull it is what I'm talking about. They pulled the fucking yeah, grenade and they lit that motherfucker on fire is what they did. Because the the area of the Pentagon that was a, that was attacked, I'm going to say attacked on that day, was the fucking naval records that had all the information that Michael brought up earlier tonight about all the fucking missing money that was going on in all this black ops shit. That was like the hard files of all the shit that would also be at the fucking uh, at the trade towers. Dude, it's all about money. At the end of the day, it was all about money. It was all about trillions of dollars. And now, now you got, listen, listen, listen. Now we got, <laughs> Alex is not on the podcast tonight. Okay. <laughs> so we can go, we can go fucking, I mean, just vein deep into this shit. Because I got one for you after this. Don't don't let me forget about what I'm going to say. Go because uh, because it, it's all it gets it gets real fucking deep. You got people in the in the government right fucking now as we speak, passing bills that are worth trillions of fucking dollars. We don't have fucking trillions of dollars. We don't have trillions of dollars to just spend on shit that's going on in our government right now. It's all fake anyway. Right. So what right. so where is this money coming Jekyll from? Island, We're just making it up. We're just making it up. Yeah. And then who knows where the fuck the, who more, knows where this is really going though? Right? That's my question. Bitcoin, man. No, Bitcoin's crashing as we speak 
literally yeah. as we speak. You don't think it's going to go virtual though? Dude, no, it's going it's going down. It's going down right now. It's crash. I just checked. I, I just know. looked. I just looked. It'll online. go back up. It goes down. It goes. It it does this, and then it does this, and then it goes this, and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, 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 listen. Building seven is the same as the other is building one and building two. What the hell is building seven? I've never heard of this. Listen you to the tell what building seven. Never heard of building seven. All right, dude. You, oh, Zach. No, I man. don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I. That's why I'm not talking. I. I don't know this. All right. All oh. right. So listen, you guys watch this. the Corbet report. Right. It's still on YouTube. He's got a website, man. Or, this or is the to, nail in the coffin. Or listen to Mike Odenbeck on serverless thoughts because this is what's this is listen. what's going to happen. So you know that building one and building two uh collapse down right you're watching the tv in the background right. and you're Pancake. like just you're like, like professor demolition. professor you need to turn on the volume because the towers have just oh. disappeared right oh. okay moments later actually a while later after one and two go down a building separate from those buildings <laughs> but on the same campus as those buildings, but also separate, literally separate from those buildings, but just happens to hold the fucking information to the money that Michael was talking about is building seven. Where <laughs> Nobody talks where about all this shit, shit man. Where like- all this shit was held, okay? Where all this shit was held, like the, the document, the fucking hard drives and shit, okay? was all in building seven for the CIA, FBI, all this shit. Okay. The, the missing trillions of dollars that Rumsfeld was talking about just days prior. It was all held in building seven. One and two go down uh, like an hour. How long was Michael? How long was it after one and two go down that seven goes down? It was seriously like an hour. They announced it on air before it happened. Yeah. You hear yeah. a guy come on the intercom and say, pull it. The, the mayor of the city said they said to pull yeah. it. Like they were yeah. prepared for a controlled demolition for all this. It was stuff. A, so ahead, it was Mike. a controlled demolition. It was like an hour. It was like an hour. Yeah. It was like an hour after one and two already down. Let me just say one more thing. Please do not take our word for it. Look yeah. it up. Yeah, dude. dude look it like, up. There's so much look crap on this, man. Look it up. So seven goes down in the I mean, if you look at the video of it, it's the exact, exact same way one and two go down. Building seven drops to the fucking ground, dude. And it was never hit by a fucking plane. was never hit by anything. They said it was the heat. They said it was the heat. Yeah, right. They said it was the heat. Why did none of the other buildings surrounding (laughs) buildings one and two go down? Because it wasn't. Why did the mayor say they made the decision to pull it? Like you can see his clip saying that. Like right. they brought it down, man. It's on the news. Dude, they had they had demolitions set up in the building because fucking years afterwards, demolition experts have been have testified for this shit, saying like it takes fucking weeks to set up to set up a demolition like this to bring a building of that size down. And we're talking about building seven, which was like half the size of building one and two. Okay. They said it takes weeks for that size building to be 
set up with demolition to then be dropped the way that it was dropped. And it was dropped. Right, like controlled demolition. It was dropped. Yeah. It was a hundred percent dropped. There is no question on it. Like you like e- even if you ask uh the people who believe the mainstream media narrative of what happened on 9-11, they even have to admit that yes, building seven was actually a controlled demolition. But uh, in but for scary. that, yeah, but for that to be a controlled demolition demolition. Like, like I said, it would have had to have been set up for, for weeks, yep. for weeks. Yep. They would have had to have known that that was going to happen on that day. They got clips of interviews. The news has it. You can find it, dude. I, I old YouTube had all this stuff. I used, I went through months where I was watching this stuff uh, and it used to be on the Corbet report. I don't know if they still got it or not, but they had firefighters that were in the building literally saying it sounded like bombs going off. Like, that's what he said. Like it sounded like, and one of them was in the bottom floor and he was like, I heard it in the basement. Like literally he says that in the thing, like I heard all these and they thought before they knew it was planes you know, or whatever, they thought that a terrorist attack had happened and there was bombs in the building. Like all this stuff's out there and they are go back through like YouTube and all this stuff. Which this podcast, if you put it on YouTube, is going to get taken down if you have enough viewers. But <laughs> good thing they right. took the dislike button. But uh, but dude, <laughs> all this st- <laughs> all this stuff it was verified and filmed by people that were there, and they just want to erase history. Like that's what it is. Now I get it. Like if you know if they were in the building and they thought it was a bomb, but all this information starts adding up, and then you get into the part where I was talking about earlier, like the twelve dancing Israelis. And let me say the whole conspiracy theory, because I think I legit understand it. Uh, so the, and you can look this up, look up the, the Wikipedia thing that I, or I don't know what I sent, but look up um, the gray zone thing. There was this police report after it all happened, the police came and they were, there was these people in this van and they were standing outside this bridge in New York, watching it happen. And they were cheering and they started looking into it. And it was all these college students and it found and they found and they were art students and they all worked at the same place and they were in this they would work and they had this white van or whatever and when they opened the van it had all these like computer parts and stuff in it like it was like uh, like an fbi van or something like that and right. they found out that long story short they were basically insurgents from israel so and again i love is israeli people i am not anti-zionist i'm not a nazi nothing like that all right i love but, israeli let me just <laughs> <laughs> i love that you have to say that yeah i know i'm not a nazi but i will say this that every country that is smart has a strategy of how they're going to survive right israel yeah. is is israel first of all was put there by the united states zion was made okay in a christian sense i'm going to say to fulfill prophecy it had to happen right and we can talk about that another time but if you look into all this stuff like it was put there by the united states after world war ii that's how israel is there it was put there in all of the in this in the midst of all these people that hate them because essentially they took all this continent back from or whatever all this land back from people and, and basically kicked them out of there all right so the people around them hate right, them. right. 
Right. So, you know, you know, so they have to find a way to survive and they're basically piggybacking off the people that put them there. So they came out with this and I was trying, I was trying really hard to look this up. I looked it up for our podcast when I was on it and it has a name, but if you go back, you can find it. It's like this, it's not agenda. It's something like that, that one of like a bunch of college professors took to the Congress or what their equivalent in Israel. All right. And basically what the thing was, is they were going to use the United States. They were going to draw them into a war to where they would come in and protect the area. So that they could be, and I know this sounds crazy. I'm telling you, I found it on Wikipedia. Like it's a legit thing that happened. Uh, I don't think it sounds crazy at all. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it, strategically, it makes sense. Go ahead. Oh yeah, it makes perfect. If sense. I may interject one thing, because you know, you mentioned yeah. Nazi, and we we hear this, we've heard this shit in the fucking media for a couple of years. Does can anybody other than Adam, because I know I've told him, tell me what Nazi means? Because I didn't learn it in high school growing up. It means I know that they were talking about the ancient cult culture that came from the uh, no. Okay, go ahead. It means uh, nationals, national, socialist. No, national socialist. Yeah. Nas- socialist is spelled with a Z in German. Yeah, it is the National okay. Socialist Workers Party of Germany. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they were well, you know, what, it, but if you read, it'll tell you that it said that they were they claim to be right wing, but. Uh, <clears throat> as the or as the the Nazis did, everything they said was the opposite of what they did. So their policies were so far so extreme into the right wing that it basically circled back into and <laughs> my circle back Ipasaki right there. Um, <clears throat> it circled back into authoritarian left wing. So anytime that I've heard some idiot yammer on about Nazis over the past few years. Um, wrong. I love throwing that word out there. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. Can we just agree wrong. that? Can we just agree <laughs> that Saki is like the hottest fucking? Uh, you're biased because you're gender and because you want her to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> she is gender. She is. She is. She is gendered Gender? female. She's gendered female. Did you just assume her gender? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. You're right. That's a very Republican man thing of me to do. I, apolog- I apologize, Saki. I didn't know that. Uh, Dude, that'll get some fucking hits, actually. Yeah, I didn't know that you were you weren't uh, identifying as female. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to interject that because I find it way too common that I, well, for one, I didn't know until a couple of years ago. And then, you know, nobody still knows what Nazi actually means because words have meaning. That's, I think that's what a lot of people forget. Yeah. They're national socialists, dude, which is exactly what the democratic party is today. Exactly. It's exact. It's exactly what NASA was, you know, (laughs) Warner von Braun. He was a Nazi. Hanging people outside. Yeah, yep. he was. He made NASA. Yeah. He faked the moon landing. You That's know, exactly I mean, right. NASA is Nazi. NASA is Nazi. Let me say that again. NASA is Nazi. The last thing I'm going to say about this, 
is that they came out with it. So if you ask, why would Israel be involved? And then you guys can take it away because of this agenda that they had. That's what I was trying to say. They had this thing. So they were going to draw America into a war so they could be protected in the Middle East. And that's exactly what they did. Cheney. It was who was the vice president? Uh, I'm too drunk. What was that guy's name? Donald? No, uh, Dick Cheney. Cheney. Yeah, yeah, Cheney. Yeah, Cheney, because Bush, I don't think was in. I, I don't think Bush was in on it. Cheney, w. Israel, yeah, B, yeah, w. Uh, all these guys were in it so that they could draw Israel in it. America gets money. You know what I'm saying? They get all the stuff, and and who's becoming rich? Dick Cheney. All these guys are becoming rich. Israel gets protection. They're all working together to do this, and all of. The terrorists were Saudi Arabian. I just want to throw that out there too. That's the last thing I'll say. But yeah, did we invade Saudi Arabia? No, no, Dude. no, we did not. Instead, what did not we do? All. We injected Bill Clinton's penis into Saudi Arabia. Is what we That's did. True. That's yeah. what we did. So you know what? It's all fucking bullshit, dude. It's all <laughs> bullshit at this point. It's all bullshit, dude. Even Trump's in on all this shit, like. I think so. I, I know so. I know so. Dude, I, I looked into this. You're not a Q guy? I thought you were no, a Q I, guy. No, dude. I'm not I a fucking a Q, Q guy. guy. I'm a Z guy. I'm a I Z think, guy. I, I fucking everything's zoology. <laughs> I think it is extremely plausible that uh, Trump was put into office maybe to distract us and give us a glimmer of hope before the hell of socialism fell upon us. No, it wasn't I even agree. that. Dude. I think that he it wasn't even that. It mm. wasn't even that. I have the inside scoop. Dude, Soberless Scott <laughs> so Soberless Thoughts has given me the inside scoop. I've got the inside scoop with all my contacts into the in the government in DC. Let me tell you what's really going on. Uh Trump is part of the fucking program. He's a hundred percent part of the program just like to divide right yeah, just just to divide the country we're we're talking about divide and conquer here that's exactly what's yep. going on and uh he's he's just as much as part of it as everybody else is that's on tv if you see somebody on tv like this fucking kyle rittenhouse shit that's going on tv right now it's all oh. a fucking smoke screen to keep you diverted and to keep you uh, and what's in the other hand? Yeah, Mike? to keep you interested in what the fuck is going on, while something else is going on over here, well, and that's exactly what's going on, dude. It's all fucking nineteenth-century mac magic tricks that they all this strategy and stuff didn't go away. Yeah, you yeah, know what man. I'm saying? Yeah. Like we think that people are dumb, but dude, they're working on so many higher levels strategically. Like, and that's what I try to talk to people about this because they think like. They want to believe that the world is good. The world is not fucking good. No. You know what I mean? The world, the person that wins spiritually, if you want to talk about spiritually, the person that loves people and the per like, you know, okay. But on a very basic human level, the person that can outplay somebody is going to be the one that wins. And if you look at government powers, it, this stuff all through history, all we've talked about is strategy. You know what I mean? Like there's books that are written on it, but now they've wised up and they keep this stuff hidden. Yeah. Sung, what is it? Sung Su, Choi, yeah. right? The right? Art, of the war. Art, yeah. of war. Art of War. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, the yeah. person that can hide and be in secret and doesn't look powerful is the one that wins. 
right? So they've just they've got this stuff up on these higher levels that the common people just don't want to believe is true. But you better believe these people are still practicing all of this stuff and not just practicing it. They've taken it to the next appear level. Appear strong when you are weak and appear weak when you are yep. strong. Yep. Dude, everything, everything is a, everything is a fucking show. If you see somebody on TV, the allegory it's of Plato, Plato, the allegory of the cave by um, Plato, yeah. somebody, somebody fill that in. I, yeah. Plato. Yep. yep. Exactly, man. And that's and that's what it is. And that's what is going on in reality right now. I don't think anybody that's actually in the government even has any idea what's going on. Like the president is just he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Nobody nobody knows what the fuck is going on. I th- I think he knows. No, I don't think he does. I, he might not know the full picture. I don't think he knows the full picture, but I think that he has certain aspects that are like Hey, I need you to say well, this. But there's, you don't think he's questioning but there, that? I don't think there's anything that the president can do about it. Like, that's what, I think he's ignorant. That's what dude. I'm saying. He's a, he's a puppet. Have you, you seen the Obama deception? That Obama, yeah, yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. just Obama 2.0? Yeah. That's the Alex Jones one, right? Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Um. Oh, damn it. I lost my, I lost my thought there. Hold on. It got taken down. You got to find it on, uh, what was it? Not the InfoWars one. Uh, okay, one. so like News looking report. past Biden. Okay, let's look past Biden right now. Look, let's look back to Trump. Okay, the last four years where Trump was in was Trump. If so, if Trump was part of the program, let's say Trump instead of him being the fucking Godzilla and fighting the alternative monsters that are coming out at us, let's say he was actually part of the program. Right. All right? If that's the case. You think you don't think that he knows anything about what's going on behind the scenes? I don't. I don't. No, I don't think I so. Think Trump, maybe, maybe. Even still, I don't think so. I think he's uh, just. Yeah, I, I think, think he's just a good actor, him. and he's good at making us think that he was something more than he was. But I don't think that. Well, I don't think any well, of them have any power. Like, shadow yeah. guy. That's what I was going. That's, that's what I went on about. Yeah, that's what I went on about previously about that, you know, the uh, inspector, you know, all the people just sitting around fucking table. It's like, oh, yeah, human trafficking's here and drugs are here and this and that. That room, that that's where that's where it's decided. That's that's the you know, we need this to happen. Okay, well, you have that influence. You do that. Like when Obama goes on to the Tonight Show and he says that he doesn't (laughs) have the fucking security clearance to tell you whether or not aliens (laughs) exist. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that. I can see where I could honestly, I can see where he's saying it, okay. but I don't. I believe okay, play, play, let's play along with that. If the president didn't have security clearance to tell you that, why? Right. And who does? <laughs> All right. And nobody asked that question. Right. Exactly. And that's why? The, but that's, and here's that's how, why. Why aren't people asking that question? And I, I drive myself fucking nuts, dude. I drive myself insane listening to uh, left and right wing media every day. Dude, I listen to this stuff every day because I plan on putting out a podcast that's like uh, media, like a, a 
either left or right wing. Well, I don't know. You, I don't know which if, way I'm going to go with it. Whichever way is going to give me more press. I don't well, fucking care. But if, either if way, you need, if you need somebody to show up and piss off the liberals, call me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, either way, either way I go. 100%. Either way I go. I listen to the, because both sides. I listen to both sides every day. And the fact is that it's so convoluted and it's so bullshit dude every i mean it's such bullshit both from both sides it is and it's, it really and it's is. like nobody's telling you the truth nobody's fucking telling you the truth no matter where you're trying to listen from now at, at its core and and this is you know, but you know I, obviously as i've said what i've said I, I obviously lean right wing and that's to leave everybody the fuck alone and that's what the mentality is supposed to be but i remember talking to a friend of mine and she very intelligent woman she worked in the uh, the democratic uh campaign office there in covington kentucky and it was it was so refreshing and she you know and i've said this to other people in the past of she looked at me and she said i believe that you and i both want the best for everybody, but we believe that there uh, is the complete opposite way, basically, to achieve that. And I think that it's all this smokescreen of just keeping us fucking riled up and keeping us pissed off at each other. But, you know, I can't help but be really fucking mad about some of the things that I hear. And, you know, I am susceptible. I, I I had to come to terms with the fact that I am susceptible to advertising sometimes. I've used Nasacort for probably 10 fucking years because I saw a commercial and I was like, oh, yeah, it'll take care of all these things. Sure enough, it does. I mean, everybody has their things, man. Or so I think. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so good at it. You know what I mean? But here's how good the deception is reached, right? In 100 years ago, all of us would have been sitting around some war table somewhere talking strategy, right? Now, where are we? We're on some fucking podcast. (laughs) <laughs> It'd be getting called conspiracy right. theorists. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how good the thing is, right? right? Like, I know for a fact, and I talk to my wife about this all the time, right? All this strategy shit is legit the way to win. You know what I mean? But, but we're talking about real truths. They have made this delusion so strong that people think that we are the crazy ones. It's like, no, no, no. You guys don't see the world for what it is. Strategy is still strategy. The, the world is the same as it always has the been. The glasses. But except, ex, exactly. The glasses. They, they live. live, yes. You got the glasses on. Because, and that's because anybody that goes back and studies history is going to agree with us. And that's all there is and that's to the it. Thing. Nobody, anybody that sees this has not studied history. Sorry. Exactly. Ahead. No, no. I, and I'm just, I'm, I'm excited because I, I can, I can say this. Um, and they live, they, they send out somebody. It's like, or no, somebody talks into their watch and like, we have one that can see and the fucking cops show up and Roddy Piper's looking through his glasses and it's two of, of them. And they're, you know, they're, they're like, Oh yeah, we can resolve this. It's like, no, we can't. You're going to fucking kill me. You stupid bastard. Don't, f- you know, but he's had his eyes open and he can see through the bullshit, you know, that's right. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. And people make fun. I don't know if they do or not, but I'm just saying, if I play this for people at work, obviously they know me. And that's the thing too. Like I, at work, I'll talk about this stuff. And if they know, if somebody knows me and I start talking about this stuff, I can convince them. But if you play this for average Joe on the street 
you know, if you haven't been red pilled uh, to be whatever colloquial, right? Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? They're gonna, you know, they'll think you're crazy because they've been brainwashed. You know, me and my wife talk about that too all the I've, time. You I've, know, it's like I know. I what they're going to say it. is, what they're going to say is, you know, what you need is fucking therapy. And you know where did you right. get your therapy at? It's Theracon. Indoctrination center. Theracon.com. Theracon.com is where you get your is where you get the therapy at. And that's Theracon.com where they got convicts that answer the phone 24-7 that uh, when you call in and you need therapy and because you're just so far down the rabbit hole that you just can't find your way out. And it's Theracon.com that helps you climb up that ladder to get up out of that rabbit hole that you found yourself down in. And they say, you know what? This is what's really going on. And uh, you, need to, you need to watch this CNN broadcast and you will be just A-O-K. Theracon.com. Well, probably get a little sex talk too. <laughs> oh, a little dirty. A little dirty. What's the things from 1985? Like freedom is what? Slavery? It's uh, freedom is, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Freedom is slavery. Uh, war is peace. Yep. I forget the third one because um, no, 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 no. Um, uh, I was going to say no, ignorance no, is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no I, I think it's tyranny is freedom. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude, that guy was so far ahead oh, of his yeah. time. And what, you, you, you know, it's fucking God, scary. God. He, he fucking called it. Yeah. He fucking. Called and you wonder, I wonder where do, so Norm McDonald, I'm a huge Norm McDonald. He fan, right. And Norm, yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah, rip. God rest in peace on that dude. He was the funniest guy. He was a genius. But anyway, he had this thing where he would have his co-host Adam Meget come on and, and ask all these famous people like David Letterman and all these guys, he would say, where, where do your ideas come from? And you know, that's such, a, such an obscure question, but it's a philosophical question yeah. at the same time. Oh yeah. Right. Because it's this idea of the muse. Sorry, Mike, I thought this was going to be Patreon content, so I'm going to let it rip. But uh, so it's this idea of the muse, right? Like in Roman and Greek culture, I can't hear me. <laughs> in roman and greek culture you have this idea where you know you get like an epiphany or you get like it, it's basically this uh you know a, a supernatural being comes to you with this idea right we, we're not thinking of this stuff you know what i mean like i mean maybe we are in a way but it's coming we're we're connected to someplace else you know what i mean you know what it is um i heard this uh jordan peterson talk where he's talking about this idea of the known that like you yeah. know and the unknown that's around you, but other people know. And then there's the unknown that's beyond that, that nobody knows. And right. that it's artists that stand at the border uh, between the known and the unknown. And they are taking their inspiration from the unknown and bringing it into the known for other people to you know, experience. So, right. Well, one thing that I, I, I guess I want to mention, I mean, I've, I've had a bit to drink at this point, so I don't want to forget because <laughs> I almost forgot like five times, um, <laughs> is that the, uh, the Tao Te Ching was written as a suggestion of government. And the whole principle behind it is that you leave everybody the fuck alone to govern themselves. I mean, yes, there, there has, there's going to be some sort of fucking mess in the middle of that, but at the end, you establish some sort of reasonable peace. Right. And 
you know, what's, what's funny is, you know, that filters out into a, uh, you know, essentially a religion of non-religion beyond that. Right. But these people just can't leave, leave well enough alone. And that's why I continue to say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Now, at this now, point, I, though, is it good? Not to cut you guys right. off, not to cut you guys off, but to cut you guys off, I want to say that before I even started this podcast last week and then this week, I I knew that this was going to head down a fucking <laughs> red pill fucking avenue just because of the people that were on it and listen and 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 it was and i feel like it was only because alex who was the only blue pilled guy on this podcast decided decided to uh, go have you know sexual relations with his woman that this is gone down this avenue and i feel like i feel like i need to stand up for the the Democrats in the room that aren't in the room anymore, and I need to say, listen, uh, nobody had more votes than Joe Biden had. Okay, okay, you can't. Russia you can't did deny a great that. job. Okay, dude. listen, Fucking Russia. Listen, sh- 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 you can't deny that. Okay, <laughs> you can't deny. There's no evidence. Well, well, Hillary Clinton had more votes than Trump. That's <laughs> yeah, right. But, that's uh, what I'm saying. Every, my grandma, that was the first time my grandma voted in like 50. You know what I mean? She voted for Biden. She's been dead for 50 years. Dude. I'll be, you know, I mean, that's it's what I'm wild, saying. But, Even you know, the dead are coming back to vote for Biden. That's what I'm saying, man. He is doing just such a great job at their votes, too. That's Jesus Christ. Do you guys think me. legit? Do you guys think that no. the election was rigged? Honestly, yes. I'm sorry. Because, uh, I you know, uh, and, and I, I saw this one time and I, and I love this quote. I would rather believe that the election was rigged than believe that that we're going to get his podcast taken down, dude. I'm so sorry. We're going to get his podcast taken down. (laughs) I would rather believe that that the election was rigged than believe that there are that many stupid fucking people in this country that are so offended by mean tweets and the fact that, that Trump did what he did and said what he said. To lead us into this utter shithole within not even with a whole fucking year as to the hell that we're it, it, this is worse than Obama and it, but it's the exact same process and that's what's fucking terrifying. So I agree. But I'm, I'm reminded I'm reminded of a quote by the late great Patrice O'Neill. He said that democracy is two wolves and a sheep arguing over what's for dead. Well, yeah. Mark Twain, Mark Twain stated, he said, if voting actually mattered, they wouldn't let us do it. Yep. And that dude, that is so true. That is so true. And that's the thing. It's, it goes back to what we're talking about. There's people that control, there's people that rule. We have the illusion of freedom. We're indentured servants. That's all there is. Like we're watching the television show of government, but what we don't realize is that there's people producing this television show. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? The allegory. Like, people of the forget that shows don't just show up out of nowhere. Like, there's and nobody talks about there. stuff that actually matters. That's the th- nobody's talking about this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, if if people talk about it, it gets buried. Nobody wants to hear it. Why does and why does nobody ask Saki the real questions? 
Uh, one guy does, and she gives you, uh, she, she's very good at what she does when this happens of just saying a bunch of political sounding nonsense that shuts that it just, it, it, it shuts down the question well enough to where she can, all right, next. It, what are you talking? What is Saki? I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Circle backy Pisaki, the, the, the redhead, no the, the press secretary for the white house, the, Oh, okay. Circle yeah, back, I like I said, yeah. circle back Ipasaki because she circles back <laughs> on everything. Okay. Oh, I love that. I thought you were talking about thing. Siri. Love them saying circle back Ipasaki. I, dude, I have been <laughs> chewing on that. Oh, yeah. since she's a, she's a, she's a super no hot. Idea what she's a super about. hot ginger. <laughs> she's a super hot ginger Democrat. That is the press secretary. And like I said, you're, you're biased because you <laughs> have to, well, she's a ginger, you're a ginger, and you need other people in red Honda Accords to want some of that Mikey. Yes. 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 <laughs> How do you guys feel about this DMT stuff, dude? How do you guys feel about the, uh, the elves that Terrence McKenna talked about? You know, it's funny. I saw well, you- a fucking picture that said the elves earlier. I don't know. Uh, that level of psychedelic scares the shit out of me. And I'll I did yeah. mushrooms. Once, it should. Why? got to take three large hits that's what he said you got to really inhale on that third yeah, i want to i want to take it so bad have have you I, guys done it i will oh. one day i've done mushrooms no, once done. but the i know somebody down here in atlanta uh, apparently the plant that you can make dmt out of is grown in georgia ayahuasca well it's it, yeah it's ayahuasca is, is like, uh, two chemicals it's yeah. a bark. I think it's a bark from South America and then a plant that happens to grow in Georgia, like Southeast Georgia. Is that true? Yes. Huh. So um, the guy that I know told me that a guy that he knows bought like a, a fucking like two kilos. So the box was all massive and so on. And that got picked up in customs. But I assume, well, he, fuck it. He's told me like he's made the shit. No problem. So He's made ayahuasca. Yes, made proper ayahuasca. Like gotten both ingredients and made it. And it's in the way he described it, it's very simple. And it would have to be for a jungle tribe to be able to make it. Um, mm-hmm. My fear is that when I have read about it in the past, is you know that you, that you like properly you know go out and some of the experiences. And you know, Adam's heard me talk about this. Is that you know somebody wakes up. And that the lizard people are fucking operating or vivisecting them, or which means to operate on live. These people wake mm-hmm. up and, you know, the lizard people are fucking cutting them open and they're like looking up and freaking out and shit. Uh, no, thanks. No, thanks. But what do you think about the the self? What did, what did he call it? The self something else. Self-transforming machino. Yeah. 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 What do you think about, do you think, so I guess this is my question. Is it different? And it, it's odd too, that people sense different things on ayahuasca. Like the, obviously that's a longer trip, right? Uh, oh, yeah, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. So people say, and, and also the idea of group, uh, they're seeing the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, I've, so I've, I've, I've experienced, um, like co hallucinations with people before. What is that like? I mean, that just shows you that there's more to it than what people would have you believe. And that's why it's restricted. You know what I mean? Caffeine and coffee is the same. I mean, it's still a drug, just oh, like this yeah, stuff. For sure. Nicotine, it just doesn't benefit the government. Nicotine and caffeine are are beneficial to the government because it makes people more productive. That's why I fucking do right. this all day. I, right. 
I'm, I heard somewhere nicotine um, was or not. Yeah. Nicotine and um, caffeine was actually written into um, like some union bylaws and stuff like breaks, like the cow, the smoke yeah. break and the, you know I what I mean? I see that. Yep. Yep. I've heard that for caffeine. I didn't know that about nicotine. I mean, well, okay. When I worked at a movie theater as my first job when I was 16, um, they had smoke breaks for everybody and then they got to you know somebody you know kind of had the realization when i was like well we get to go out and do stuff and the others don't and i want you to come hang out with me so you're going to have an oxygen break outside Hmm. uh i also at the same time worked with an old woman named alma who during the morning shift she was nowhere to be seen because she just sat outside taking a fucking smoke break for three hours i mean it was (laughs) mind-blowing that she got to get away with this shit well, Adam, I don't know if you know about this or not, but uh, when you were in the military, I know when I was in the Air Force, we had smoke breaks that uh, we were allowed to take when uh, we were to go out on a flight line because I was a mechanic on airplanes and we could go uh-huh. take a smoke break out on the flight line and just walk out into the center of the flight line and not do a god fucking damn thing long for like 30 minutes while we're standing out on the middle of the flight line well the guys who weren't smokers like myself were like this is free goddamn ridiculous so we're (laughs) like okay i'm gonna go buy a me a pack of cigarettes and that's what i did i went and bought me a pack of winston marbles and i walked out there I don't even. I don't think that's even a real thing. No, no. Winston's and Marbles are separate. I bought me a pack of Winston and a pack of Marbles, <laughs> okay. and I walked out there. And when they took their smoke breaks and decided to not work on planes, I went out there and lit me a cigarette and just held it in my hand and never actually took a drag, but just held it out there and was like, "Okay, well, whenever you guys decide to go back to work." I'll also go back to work because I'm just going to stand out here and just flick it <laughs> and flick, flick, flick until you guys decide, okay, let's yep. go back to work because fuck you assholes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was always a huge argument too uh, with us. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The smoker, non-smoker debate. Yeah. F- but yeah. Usually I just, no. let my, I, usually I just let all my guys go at the same time. Yeah. You know what I, you, you know, know what I would say about that? Like, go sit in your car break. Exactly. I would say, you know what? Just go die. All of you just go die. <laughs> done just with don't you. come back. I'm just done with you people. I'm just mm. done with you. Where were you? I'll stationed? figure out something. Adam, where were you stationed? You were 10 years, 10 years in the army, right? Yeah. So, so um, uh, my first duty station was in South Korea. Uh, up at Camp Stanley, Area 1. Uh, I'm sure that means nothing to anyone. Um, but it was the closest area to the uh, DMZ. Gotcha. So we like had the the toughest restrictions as far as like we couldn't stay out all night and stuff like that. Right. Um, and then after that, I was stationed at Fort Lewis. And then uh, I deployed while I was in Fort Lewis. And then I was a drill sergeant for two years at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. And then my last duty station, I was in Hawaii for two years. Gotcha. Nice. So you went out, you went out on top in Hawaii. Oh huh? yeah. 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 I should have stayed. Should have stayed. And you know should've what? Stayed. Dude, the recruiter who uh, recruited me into the air force, when I got out of the air force, uh, <laughs> I went 
looking for a new car when I moved back to Cincinnati and he just happened to be a guy selling cars at the fucking oh, yeah. used car lot <laughs> where I went into. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? And he's like, ah, yeah, yeah, I got out. I got out and I decided to start selling used cars. I'm like, damn. Were you like, well, since you fucked me over when you signed me up for the Air Force, can you give me a good deal on a car? Right, pretty much. Yeah, I'm like, that's <laughs> fucked, dude. That's, that. yeah, you just. That's funny. It's It was quite the fall. <laughs> it was quite the fall. Yeah, cause, oh, I bet, yeah. Because I had such high respect for him as a, I don't know why. I don't know why I had such high respect for him as a recruiter. Well, that's like your first introduction into, uh, you know, whatever, whatever service you go into. Man. Right. So, yeah. So like, he was like the man to me back then. Right. Yeah. And he always had that. Even after I did years in the air force, he still had that like mentality I had towards him was still like, like this dude was the man. Right. And right, then, right. yeah. And then I saw him at the used car <laughs> dealership and I'm like, Probably uh, with a pot belly and a receding hairline. Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, man, like, I, damn, that's I, where you. I sold cars for a minute, and <laughs> you know, I heard the I heard the greatest phrase ever while I was there, and I hated it at the time, of course. But uh, you know, later I came to grasp why. Some guy yeah. came in and he said he was like, car salesmen are lower than whale shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's oddly specific. <laughs> And, you know, like I said, I hated it at the time, but I thought after I, you know, stopped selling cars, I was like, you know, he's he's not wrong because your job is to fucking screw people out of every penny that they have just so you can make a quick buck. I mean, that that's and but that's sales in general, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all of them. It's worse. What are you talking about? Well, no, okay. When I sold motorcycles, I only made 50 bucks maybe per unit that I sold. And there was basically no markup in anything. And the greatest part about it was people were happy when they went home with their new toy. I mean, it was, it was a very different, very different dynamic than to, to selling cars. That was a, an absolute nightmare because you had the career guys that were there that they knew what they were. Yeah, and oh, they yeah, embraced dude. it, and they fuck you out of everything. And you know that Adam's heard me bitch about this a thousand times. I sold cars. Thousand one. I sold cars, and I know how they go to screw you over. And I tell people, if you're going to go buy a new car, why don't you call me to make sure you don't get screwed over? And nobody fucking calls me. Oh, dude, I will call you. I swear to God, I will call you. Yeah, when I get every my stupid little, uh, I can I tell you a lot of stupid little tricks that they will pull to screw you out of more pennies. It, it, and it's very simple how to get it done, especially with the internet. And yeah. what's fucked up is my mom bought a new car, um, I don't know, early this year. I think, no, it was last year. It was and, last year, yeah. And, uh, you know, I had my dad worked up into a frenzy. I mean, he 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 couldn't sleep the night before and you know, I, I told him, I'm like, they're going to do this. They're going to do this. They're going to do this. They're going to everything that you can think of here. Here is what they're giving do. him the Rocky. Speech. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't sleep. He the night could not giving him the Rocky speech. He's like, they're going to try to murder you. <laughs> they're going to murder you. <laughs> you got to 
I should have uh, should have fucking went in there wearing a fucking mighty mix shirt. Oh, yeah. But anyways, that tells me <laughs> that tells me to show up the morning to buy the fucking vehicle. He walked onto the lot to the eye of the tiger. That's <laughs> he, he went did. on. He went in there ready to kill somebody and just to walk away and piss mom off. And he said he walked in. I said, "All right, well, here's the price." And it was basically it, it had to have been invoice. And well, you're already pre-approved for financing, so well, here's your numbers. A, a, a completely painless process, but he had followed what I told him to do. And yeah, I mean, there, there's like I said, there's just simple things you can do to not get screwed over by buying a car. Oh, yeah. Very simple things. I'm tired of seeing pretty people everywhere. I am not a model, middle fingers in the air. I used to drink whiskey, now I'm stuck with Perrier. I'm an alcoholic, middle fingers in the air.
philosophical thought. <clears throat> so like the same, the same person that sells a car and screws people out of their money and says, you know, I'm just doing my job, right? It's the same people that put people in that gas chamber over in fucking Germany. You know what I mean? Uh-oh. It's the same deal, right? It's They're the fucking wrong. Gestapo. You know what I mean? It's the same people that are like, oh, I'm just vaxxing people. I'm just doing my job. You know what I mean? Oh, don't worry about all these people that keep getting heart attacks because of the fucking vaccine. You know, it's like, uh, it makes no sense, man. Oh, never mind. Don't look at fucking ivermectin or don't look at uh, don't look at the Regeneron. Don't look at. uh, I I was researching this shit. Hold on just a minute. Oh, yeah. Uh, They did a study. What's this? Iodine. Iodine was 75. They did five, like seven studies on these iodine drops, dude. Iodine works 70. The the effectiveness was 75 percent of patients that used iodine nose spray had just the same effect as uh, the vaccine. No side effects. Right. It, It makes no sense. It makes no sense. You know, so they're just pushing and it's the biggest transfer of wealth. These last whatever, like two or three years in in human history, human history. Did you know that GNC was bought by a Chinese company last year? I didn't know that. Yeah, I found that out when I went into a GNC earlier this year when my son had COVID. Um, Did you know that Amazon bought Whole Foods? Oh, yeah, I knew that. (laughs) Okay, I didn't know that until I went to order some Whole Foods through Amazon and figured the shit out. No, you mentioned ivermectin. I, 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 I do a game night typically on Friday nights, and um, this guy's he he's very obviously left, and he's from California, and he he brought up ivermectin, trying to expect the rest of us hillbillies to fucking you know go along with him on it. And they ripped him apart and he threw, and like I said, it's a game night. It's a tabletop game. So, you know, you can kind of throw shit around and he started like fucking over the other guys. And what's fucked up is we haven't had a game in a month and a half (laughs) months. Everybody else has, everybody's got a reason not to go. So, you know, people get, have gotten so hardcore about that. Like that's my thing. Like, I don't understand. Like, okay, you're pro vaccine, but at the same time, like this other stuff has helped people. Like, that's what I don't understand. Well, it, it, okay. Like I've, I have mentioned previously, they can't be wrong. They have to be right. I, and you know, Adam has heard me bitch about, you know, a certain person. I'm not going to name him. Um, Michael Odenbeck, not you, sir. (laughs) sir. Uh, Well, not in this context, at least. Well, okay. Well, sort of. This this guy. <laughs> I'm even trying to figure out how to word this shit. The simple ex- explanation is that this guy has been told that he is wrong by three college professors, and by all technicality, this guy has a GED. And t- two of the instances were on English um, language structure, and the other was on uh, solid state physics. As it as you know, to, to, to try and nutshell things, it, it, we'd be here for an hour if I had to explain all of this. But in every instance, this guy cannot be wrong. He convinced himself that he was smarter than a man with a PhD in fucking physics that does research at CERN. And 
you know, I hate to say it this way, this guy votes. You know, no matter what you say to him, there is nothing that you can do to change his mind on these things. It uses manipulation tactics and so on. But that is the kind of person that you are dealing with. I don't care if you like a vaccine or if you don't like the vaccine. I really don't. I've had COVID. I was exposed to my son when he had COVID. And I had a fucking, I, I had a day of, of shit after that. And then I was fine. I'm pretty sure I can't catch the fucking disease. If it was about immunity, as, as I've seen posted online, if it was about immunity, it wouldn't, um, uh, no, they would accept um, antibody tests. It is about getting you to take this vaccine. And one thing that I've seen is, is from a scientific standpoint, they cannot have a control group. Everybody has to have it. So then it can't be blamed on you not receiving the treatment. Right. This is terrifying. And I've had to listen to so many of, of the nutcases who have just flown off into left field. I, 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 I don't care. I don't care if you like it or don't, or if you're going to get it or not, however you want to put it. The reasonable person, which it seems there is no such thing, including myself, will say that there are options instead of one option or nothing. Um, yeah, I had to listen to a, a classmate the other day just yammering on about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he went around without a mask on. And he was putting everybody at risk. Well, you're not putting anybody at risk if you don't have the fucking disease. You can't transmit a disease you don't have. This takes me back to sixth grade. I, you know, I'm getting a little heated right now. This takes me back to sixth grade Some when they were, teaching us, they were teaching us sex ed. And I didn't know and understand that you couldn't catch an STD from somebody who didn't have it. Because of the way they explained it, it sounded like that the, the, the STD could just appear or form or, you know, it, it, it didn't, it, it's, they don't explain it as a disease. They explain it's it. It's like that the, South Park episode. Uh, which one? <laughs> the sex ed episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Where all the girls um, are worried about getting pregnant and they make yes. all the boys put on condoms. Yeah, and Butters shows up as... Uh, as um, yeah, and Butters is uh, the... Humongous. Humongous from, yeah, yep. Mad Max 2. Yep. So, yeah. you know, they, they just... It's no different. It is no fucking different, and that's why I don't have any respect for South Park anymore. Is because they have caved to the nonsense. Um, and a, a little parallel, you know, some years ago, and it's funny. Adam and I had the argument about this. You bought an Xbox One, and I was going to get a PS4. You're like, no, you got to get an Xbox One. No, I'm not going to. Well, South Park. To be fair, I didn't buy the Xbox One. It was a gift. Oh, whatever. nice. Well, South Park made a decision, and what was funny was during the episodes when they were having their little fantasy war about the Xbox One and the PS4, there were Xbox One commercials. And lo and behold, in the episodes, the Xbox wins. Yeah, They're being told what to say because they can't say what they want to say anymore. Uh, that's hard to not happen these days honestly and you know you know why that is because the reptilians have done taken over the fucking world 
and it is since 1800 they've been in charge of the whole goddamn thing so the reptilians are aliens yeah exactly oh yeah well, how, they how are they the not do they look like us no did they come out no they could have came out well of the they Earth. could have been like a different dimension or yeah they could have just the, been here all along the mothman there's also a dude the mothman had fucking wings man i don't have wings i can't fly i just no, look i was just staring at a hawk today i was watching a hawk fly through the sky today and i was like that is fucking majestic. And that was majestic. That was the most majestic thing I've seen all day today. And I thought to myself, I don't have wings. I can't fly like that. And you know what? If I was a reptilian, maybe I could have fucking reptilian wings that I could fly like that. Like you a goddamn you like a dinosaur, you like a dinosaur. No, 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 no. You could be like the snakes in South America where they flatten themselves out and then they can kind of glide on the wind. It's fucking cool. And Mikey, yeah. I believe in you. I believe, I believe that you too. can fly. I believe in me too. What One do you day, guys think about those NASCA lines, dude? What were they doing out there in, in the South America? What, what, what's going on out there? So, so if I may interject for those that are listening that don't know what the Nazca lines are, uh, they before, are before we talk about Nazca lines, I just need to say real quick, if you have uh, therapy issues that you need to be uh, uh, taken <laughs> care of, you need to talk to Theracon.com. Theracon.com is uh, your go-to place for any place that, uh, that anytime when you just fall down head first into a rabbit hole and you can't find your way out and you need therapy and you and you just 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 don't know where your life is heading and you don't want to commit suicide but you don't want to reintroduce yourself into society you need to contact theracom.com where uh, actual convicts give you therapy on uh, what you should do in the future and uh, and uh, no better place to get advice than for the people who have learned the hard way. And that's Theracon.com. All right, uh, go on. Is that, Back is, that like a, is that like a Miss Cleo type thing? Yeah, yeah. Call exactly. me now for your free reading. <laughs> exactly. exactly. In the early days of the internet, my aunt got on there and acted like she was a psychic and made like a bunch of money, dude. <laughs> like oh, a, a ton of money on that. You could probably still do it now, honestly. Yeah. People are still pretty good. <clears throat> Back to South Park, we have John Edwards and his cold reading techniques. I forgot about John <laughs> Edwards, man. He was really <laughs> popular. South Park went to Penn and Teller and more specifically James Randi to tell or to ask him, like, what is he doing and how do we put this into script? And they told him and the ex- episode is perfect. So anyways, back to the Nazca lines. <clears throat> For those that are listening that don't know what the Nazca lines are, they are colossal drawings on mountains of people and things and you know uh, men in headdresses and such right how, how many do you are spell, how like do you spell nasca how do you spell nasca lines anybody, anybody who's listening to this podcast that wants to google this shit to look it up for them i'll look it up yeah look it up jamie I, I originally thought you said nascar lines. yeah i, was, I mean <laughs> so, well we're gonna we're have gonna you never heard of this 
we're going to go down to the corner and turn left. Let's, no, I just uh, didn't understand what you said at first. <laughs> but you know, I was over there, there like, let's go, end. Brandon. What? <laughs> I was going to say Ricky Bobby. I don't know. I don't follow NASCAR. N A Z C A. Yes. What is so, it? N A Z C A lines. L I N E S. Yep. For N- your viewers. N A Z C A. N A Z C A. Yep. All right, Nazca lines. lines. So, so the Nazca lines are colossal drawings on mountains of figures. Uh, we'll, we'll say pictographs. Uh, I guess you know where the, they're at. Where are they located? Uh, South America. I'll look it up. Uh, Peru. I'll pull it up. I think they're in Peru. I think you're right, actually, but I'm going to look it up. So okay, they were used in as a plot you're device. Right. Peru. In, yeah, they were used as a plot device in uh, the the last Indiana Jones movie where South Park, funny enough, you know, made jokes oh, about geez. Indiana Jones being raped by uh, George Co- or George uh, George Clooney. <laughs> what? Um, George Lucas and uh, Steven. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. <laughs> Damn it, George Clooney. I yeah, just cannot Jones. keep that guy out of anybody. Indiana I mean, he did gave out so. raped by George Clooney. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. Indiana Jones <laughs> was raped by George fucking who? What? I meant to hey, say George does. Lucas, but I said George Clooney. How was he raped by George Lucas? Because they fucked the movie Indiana up so bad. Jones. That that they fucked the whole idea up so bad. But you know what's funny is I actually approve of Indiana Jones encountering ancient aliens. I think it's a neat idea. But South Park Buff was great in that movie. I can't. Oh, fuck Shia LaBeouf. Oh, my God. Shia LaBeouf is not good in any movie. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. He's just. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a he, he's like a worse Michael Sarah. Uh, and I listen, 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 thing. listen, listen. He sucks. He's he's not even beta enough to be good at. Being listen, listen, the best, the best thing that ever happened to Shiloh, Shiloh Buff was Megan Fox. That's all I got to say. I mean, it was nice to look at Megan Fox working on an engine. I mean, I think it was pretty cool. So that was it. No, it was it. Bumblebee movie was pretty good. I don't know if you guys saw that. Bumblebee, that was a good movie. It's actually, yeah, that one's actually pretty good. bad. That's what I'm talking nah, about. I can't watch. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly yeah, what I'm fucking it talking about. Bad. Michael Reimer. That's exactly what I'm freaking talking about. But neither you loved it. You loved Michael? that movie? Yes, it was the yeah, best okay. movie ever. The best. Hey, movie you guys got to watch ever, Black ever created. I, no, I wouldn't go that far. Black Mirror, though, that movie or the the thing where the, they go back in the 80s. That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good episode. Oh, you ever seen, seen that one? The one where they go back in the 80s. I don't uh, know. No, you really haven't seen it? I haven't, I'm going to look it up right now. All right. I've, I've, seen, seen, book, I've seen a lot of Black Mirror episodes. I don't know which one they just went back no, I, to I, I, I'll, I'll look I, it up. Go ahead. I do know the one that where they had contacts or whatever it was where they could look back at their own memory. That was a messed up episode, and that one sticks with me to this day. And I they still think about that episodes. every single day. No, like, you don't. if we could <laughs> go back and we could just replay our memories to the exact, I mean, the exact oh, replay okay. of what our memories was. You okay. know how many arguments I would win with my wife? <laughs> None. How often do you think about hey, 9-11? Hey, I, no, no, question. hold on, hold on. I won. I won. <laughs> a lot know. more today for some reason. No, no, guys, guys, I won an argument with my ex-wife. 
I don't understand. I win arguments all the time. Women are dumb. Cut that (laughs) sentence. No, 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 no. I swear on my life. I'm kidding. I swear on my life that in the Kroger on Roswell (laughs) Road in Marietta, Georgia, I got my ex-wife to say to me, you're right. Repeatedly, (laughs) because I was savoring that moment for all of us. I really, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that many times. I don't understand. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Zach. If See, you guys are, Mikey's got the right, out, right the, the 80th the episode of San Juniper. I, uh, what? San Juniper. The 80s episode of Black Mirror is called San Juniper. Okay. You should watch it. It's uh, pretty good. I thought it was called Stranger Things. Hey, yeah, it might as well be. Let's reel it back into the Nazca lines. Yeah, Stranger Ready? Things oh, yeah, is yeah, based yeah. on the Looking Glass, Operation Looking Glass, by the way. <laughs> the um, second season is just garbage, dude. It's just garbage. It's not as terrifying because you've seen the answer. There is no Yugen hiding within the language of the episode. All right. So, Zach, tell us why there's a giant monkey on the side of a mountain. Nazca lines. You've seen it. The Nazca lines are giant picked grass. Sounds like my honeymoon, dude. Hey, oh. The Nazca lines are giant pictographs on mountains that. What the? Who the fuck is going to look at these things except the gods? And we assume that the aliens come from the sky. Well, they have to come from the sky. They, the reptilians may have came from the inside of the earth. The aliens, alien means not of here. So the aliens would have came down from the sky. That's just right. because yeah, we put be that definition. That's just because we assigned that definition to aliens. Correct. That's Correct. the only that's, reason that's why. Isn't it doesn't there one mean that, that they like don't come yeah, from the center yeah. earth. But you have to have some sort of defined syntax or nothing means anything and then we might as well not even you talk know about what it. adam maybe they come from the firmament you know that's what that's fine oh, the that's firmament, maybe they live dude. in the firmament the akashic records the akashic look records. i don't i don't think aliens probably look anything like we would think aliens should look like anyway i don't know why like it's that. always something like bipedal i mean hell no, it'll be a michael fungus, reimer yeah. you know what maybe the earth is flat i think mushrooms i think flat, mushrooms already michael are reimer. Jesus Christ said the earth. No, I'm just kidding. My honestly, I know people that are really hardcore. Look, I want to believe all this stuff. I'm just going to throw it out there. I want to believe. It doesn't mean that I do believe. Excellent. Uh, but I've heard some really, really convincing, especially being a Christian. You know what I'm saying? Like people want to believe. But but all I'm saying is this: is that I've heard some super convincing arguments about the Earth being flat. Specifically, the NASA stuff. Like you start looking into the NASA. What are you, are you shaking your head because you don't agree with that? Or are you shaking? I what do. You, I do not agree okay. with the Earth being flat. That is the. That's what about it. the NASA thing, though? I, I mean, I, I, I agree know. with you. I think that the Earth's round. What, too. I'm not. What saying. about NASA? Oh, yeah, dude, know. do you think that the moon landing was real? I don't. Well, well, let me let me rephrase that. I think that we probably went to the moon. I'm not saying that, but the footage was effing faked as fuck, dude. Well, like Mike agrees with me on that. I know well, he agrees. Look at the face. Look at well, Mike's face. He agrees well, with it. Let, let, that let was fake. This. Let me say this. Adam and I know Crazy Dave. Mikey, I told you Crazy Dave stories for the Drinking Crazy Stories podcast. Yep. Crazy Dave is under the impression that The Shining by Stanley Kubrick yes. is yes. an apology for faking the moon landing. 
Stan, dude, I'm telling you, there's there, honest to God, there's evidence in there of this stuff. I look, I don't know, but I'm just saying, I've seen what's that room number? The room number, you, you guys remember what's the room he goes remember. into and sees that lady? Okay, I don't remember. well, two, you can watch. Well, what is it? 227, 237. Yeah, it's something like that. There's a reference in there. You can watch the documentary, it's on Netflix, but the there's a reference in there to they think that Stanley Kubrick was the one that helped fake it. And he came out with that movie. Uh, it had, um, who was that good foot? I dude, I'm, I'm all jacked up tonight. I'm so sorry. Who was it? Who was that good football player that was in the naked gun and all that stuff? Uh, what's oh, he, yeah. he, he, no OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson. Yeah. OJ Simpson. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, OJ Simpson. What, what, all the bus what, driving murderer. Yeah. Basic. But yeah. what was the movie though? I think he was in room two thirty seven. Okay. Yeah, what was the movie though, that they came out with about faking the moon landing? Can oh. you look that up? Pull it up, Jamie. <clears throat> All right, I'll look it up. <laughs> anyway, long story short, for there's some way that that correlates to Stanley Kubrick faking the moon landing, and there's all sorts of hidden evidence in there. All I'm saying is this. If you go back and look at some of those shots, there's one specific one that I know for sure looks weird. The guy's laying on the ground. He like falls over, and the way he gets, he supposedly he jumps up. And he comes like this, but he like gets pulled up. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. I don't know. But uh, if you want to see a good video on that, look at, look at Joe Rogan going on Penn and Teller's podcast. Now, these were back in the days that Joe Rogan Teller was a conspiracy speak. guy. What's that? Does Teller speak? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he oh, had a shit. podcast. Okay. In, That's a rare thing. Out. Yeah, I know. And I love I know. Penn and Teller, he, by the way. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And it, Quick interjection: If I could change my if I could change my entire life around and but be successful, I would be a stage magician. I love stage magic. I love it. Have you ever seen Penn and Teller question everything or something? Bullshit. Penn and Teller. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's oh yeah. It. That, that's oh a great yeah. Show. Let me oh. see if I can find that podcast. But he had a podcast on Sirius. Uh, and, and Joe Rogan back in the early days before he had his podcast went on there and they had Joe Rogan against this. Um, I'm not going to say he was an NASA guy, but he was definitely like a hardcore, like he was a scientist and a skeptic at the same time. And Joe Rogan absolutely obliterates this guy. I'm going to see if I can find it, uh, and send it over to you, but I'm telling you some of these clips and stuff that I've seen, man, like I'm look, I'm not going to say we didn't go to the moon. But I am going to say, I think, look, it's the 60s. Like, they barely had footage. You're, you're going to say that they went through the Van Allen radiation belt and went all the way up to the moon and filmed it and then all of a sudden had a live feed back to where we could watch it on all everybody all across America could watch it? There's no way. There's no way. They wanted to beat the Russians. First of all, first of all there's no, we, were, we were different. There's no then. way that they can do that now. <laughs> right. And, oh, one more thing, Mike. And then go for it. But all of the footage from the original moon landing got fucking deleted. It got erased because they didn't have enough. Supposedly, they didn't have enough of that camera film. So it all is done away with. Like what? It's the most important thing that's ever happened in human history. Right. That's we went to another planet right. and you're just going to erase it. No way, dude. You asked not you asked NASA scientists. Correct. Correct. Currently, you ask NASA scientists that are currently working for NASA right now, how do we get past the Van Allen beds right. to get to the moon? And they say, I don't know. 
Right. And you say, well, you did it in the 60s. How come you don't know how to do it now? And they say, well, we lost that information. Right. We lost or, it. Or we didn't know and we didn't right. care. We I, lost it. I think you guys are missing we lost the important it. thing. What? What? What and, are you saying? And that's that it was magic. <laughs> it could have been magic. Now, I want to go back to the ayahuasca thing before this podcast ends, but keep going. Now, I hate to admit that I've watched The Big Bang Theory, but in an episode, and I've I've been I, I've not been curious enough to look it up, but I've been curious. About the mirror on the moon, the little reflective bits on the, the moon, reflective. Yeah, that they they should. But here's the, the thing: laser with if they know where those are, then we know where they landed, and they say that we don't know where we landed. So there, there's. Yes, there is a little bit of mess surrounding it. Um, How is that <laughs> not all just made up, though? But you back just to something. Make that shit up. Mm. Well, anything can just be made up. I exactly. Don't, that's that, what I'm saying. That's, Literally, but, anything can that's just be made argument. up. That's a bad argument. But back to, <laughs> but that's the perfect argument. It's a, it's oh, a that's bad what I'm saying. That's why it's a bad it's a argument because it ends all <laughs> it ends all discussion. You can't argue your way out of it's all made up. Back to back to something I said earlier. But it, right, it is. But what if it all? What if it is all made up though? But what if oh, it I think is it all, all made I up? Think it, I think everything is all made up. I don't believe any of this. Yeah. Shit. So, so oh. then so then there is no argument about all of this. Like, Adam, did we go to the moon? I still like to talk about to the moon? it. I think it's but all BS. I think it's all fucking made up. I think it's Adam, that, what are you talking? What are you saying? What's made up though? Specifically, what's every, made up? F- every bit of it. Every last line. Every bit of what though? Everything. Every consonant. Every vowel every- that was ever printed into a history book is made up. You agree? It's all made up. So then, what you said is made up. Well, I agree. Well, I what I'm saying is I agree that the victor does decide what history gets pushed forward. If you look, and that's why Egypt they destroyed everything that lost. Go ahead. Well, look at look at uh, the Romans. The Romans uh, when they like obliterated the Jewish temple and all that. You know what I mean? So it's all made up. There's no way for you to say with the 100% certainty that any historical record or anything is the correct account of any event because it all might as well just be made up because there's no way to prove that it wasn't right. Quite literally anything written down could be made up. Right. Well, and, and, and you look back on stuff like that and you think like, Oh, there's no way that was made up. Like look at the way it was written and it, it seems so divine and all this stuff. But then you, read some great sci-fi now and they've made a world just as complex yeah sorry i'm pulling up that video i'm gonna post it in the uh the comments you guys should watch it later on but the one thing that i wanted to finish what i was going to say was i would rather believe that we landed on the moon than believe that that many people voted for joe biden (laughs) (laughs) is that your new standard of disbelief (laughs) yes Okay. Dude, Depending on who I'm I don't think to. I. Th- I think both. I think both things are bullshit. I think it's all bullshit. I think the whole thing is all bullshit. I think what we is need to lie to everything, dude. Oh. Everything from the beginning to the end. I think it all is bullshit. I think everything right, that now, they're telling you is bullshit. Everything that you are being taught is bullshit. Everything that they're saying is history is bullshit. Everything that they're saying is 
other than what we fucking spiritually believe in our souls right, is now, bullshit. And you know what? I think we just should light a match and burn the whole motherfucker down. So do you believe that there's a greater entity that is leading us in all truth? That is my question. Whether, oh, yeah. whether you call it an entity or not, oh, do you think that the truth wants to come it, out? We will only find it when we're all dead. Do you think that? Do you think yeah. that that's true? Do you think that yeah. we can't get any truth in this life? Oh, no, no, there ain't no fucking way, dude. There ain't no, there I don't way. think there ain't no, I way. don't think it's within us to comprehend what. No, I get that no. the comprehension part, but I do think the truth wants to come out. Well, that's where I will disagree. I think the truth is always wanting to come out. We, we're getting a glimpse of it right here in this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can sense it. You know what I mean? People that have been, what I hate to say red-pilled. I'm not going to say that. But I'm just going to say, people that, if you seek, I'll take a Bible quote. Seek and you shall find. If you seek the truth, you're going to get glimpses of it. That's all I think. Well, it's like Alan Watts said, that which what you're seeking, if you're not completely blind, is already there in front of you so you mm-hmm. cannot find it it's already there yeah it's, you, it's, you, by, it's, the, by the mere act of seeking you have defeated, yeah, there's nothing to find yeah you have defeated the ability for you to find it because you're seeking it and it cannot be sought and found do you think with what alan watts is talking about the joker you know what i'm saying do you think this podcast i guess is what i'm saying when we start talking about this stuff we essentially are playing the joker to the world you know what I mean? Like when we're yeah, talking about, yeah. it, you know what I mean? And I, I think that I've accepted that role. But obviously, I'm not fully Eastern. Like I know that he also had some different kinds of philosophical views there. But I do think that like right, right. nobody, unless you're seeking, like it's it's a, and I think that this is where I believe in fate, and I believe in a calling, and I believe in, uh, y- you know, y- you're either fated to believe this stuff or you're not. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, and I think that yeah. people that do believe this stuff understand what I'm talking about. I don't think that this just falls on, you know, I don't think you can seek all this stuff out. I think it, it chooses you. It falls on you. And what that means about the universe, yeah, once, I don't know. Well, that's the, yeah, well, what, that's well the, I the think Dow. once you know, you know, right. You know? Yeah. Right. The, the Dow rises up and it's, and it's, yeah. And it's something that can't be explained. You know right. what I mean? Like I, but all of us sense the same thing. And that's what I guess gives me confidence. You know what I mean? Like we all are, are, are understanding. Right. There's this vision of truth that we all understand is out there. You see, you know, and I don't think the whole world sees it that way. You see, Alan, I agree. I don't think they do. Alan Watts goes on to believe or to, to elaborate that uh, Jesus was, you know, he grasped quite frankly, what is the Tao that we are all our own gods. And that we are, but you know, that also gets translated into Levian Satanism, but you know, they, they take it to a, um, hedonistic and, and hubristic, uh, bent, but, uh, no Watts, Watts goes on to, to talk about, uh, you know, that Jesus, he understood that he was God, but that we are all God. And he was trying to impart that on all of us. And, that's why the uh, the the Pharisees is that the word? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the Pharisees, yeah. th- they saw that as heresy because they and and Watts go. You know, he talks a lot about uh, um, that our religions are structured in the exact same way that our our social hierarchy is structured. 
um, and that we believe that there is a ruler and he's a king and he he views overall. And I don't think Christ was anything like that. And and that's why I I won't go to church is because <clears throat> how to say that the religious doctrine surrounding Christ has absolutely nothing to do with what he was right. or is or is. taught. And, and well, even taught follows back into is what mm-hmm. Christ is, is not what the religious doctrine that surrounds him currently is or ever was, because that is based on the social structure and the social hierarchy and the language that surrounds these, you know, these messiahs. These messiahs were trying to bring truth and bring us to something better in you know that that's why you can find and see Christ at times or um you know another way of putting that was a, a my buddy that I I've mentioned previously uh, he he hiked the Appalachian Trail and he would call them god moments and what would happen would be he would be slogging up this nasty hill and you know roots and just churning along and he hasn't seen his kids in three or four months and he's like why in the hell am i doing this and he said he would get onto the top of the mountain there he'd finally finish the climb and the storm clouds would part and he would see this beautiful vista of this this glorious valley just stretched out beneath him as he had made the climb or put in the effort or you know it, it, it turned into a graciousness for the mountain to for lifting him up that high and he would look out across this vista and say, Oh yeah, that's why I'm doing it. Right. Right. And I think we've all had those experiences in our life. And I look back too. also like, like um, I've read a lot of native American stuff and, and like tribal stuff, but specifically native American and they have such a different viewpoint of life. Everything was spiritual to the native Americans. Their daily life was spiritual, right? And I think that's something that we've lost, and especially in you know, quote unquote Western, you know, our view of life. You know, everything. It's like I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for me. But it's like, no, you're connected. Whatever you do, you're connected to something greater than yourself. And and it's those experiences. I think you have to separate yourself. And I think that our disconnect with the spiritual life is in direct connection with our disconnect from uh, w- whether it's being outside or whether it's, you know what I mean? What, what's he's experiencing? We're disconnected from the earth. We're disconnected from what our life is supposed to be. And so in turn, we're disconnected from who we are supposed to be, which is a spiritual being. We are living in the fear physical, but we also have lost connection with this spiritual truth that we are. You can't, you can't separate humanity from we are spiritual and we're physical. It's, it's a combination and we've lot, we've been disconnected from all of it, you know? And that's that's why we need those things. Like your friend had, you know, you need to get out in nature. Go ahead. I was like, you know, you know, what fixed that for me uh, was mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to ask you about that. Because I, I, I have never so directly uh, experience God as like three hours into a, you know, maybe a, a four or five gram trip laying out on a, a porch, looking up at the stars. And know? once you've experienced it, nobody can tell you that God's not real. You know what I mean? No. And that's the thing. No way. You've experienced it. 
No, no way. I, I, we exp- I've seen it with my eyes. You know what I mean? So well, I, you know, to me, you can't tell me that just like Zach was talking about Bigfoot. You can't tell me that I didn't right. see what I did. Exactly. And it, you can't tell me that I didn't meet Christ one time. So, right. so you know, that's another, that's another topic. <laughs> wait, 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 Zach, you yeah. met Christ. Yep. Tell me, well, tell me the story. Let's get there. <laughs> Let's hear it. Yeah, Drifted off into a meditation many years ago, uh, late 2008. And I saw Christ in a cave, um, saw my dead grandmother there, and she inter- she kind of introduced us. And uh, he said to me, you know, it was funny is, you know, you look at the, the idea of a halo. And I was sober. I was 100% sober at the time. 100% sober. But I drifted off and I I found myself there in that cave. And my my grandmother was there. Granny hugged me and, you know, it's weird. It's all fuzzy and fractal when, when you're even there. And she, you know, just kind of turned and, you know, gestured to the side. And there was a, there was a man just sitting in a sitting in a chair and he stood up, but he didn't move and he spoke and there was no sound. And the thing that I was going to mention a moment ago, when I kind of meandered off into some, uh, some mixture of, of, of words, because there is no way to describe it. But the, the closest I can get is that when you, when you see in a stained glass window, how um, a person you know, somebody with a halo that that circle follows around their head in the stained glass window. It is not that the light is behind their head. It is that their head and the light are the same. They are inseparable. And you can see the hair flowing in wind that is not there. And, you know, it's, I mean, it was a powerful experience. And he we spoke for a few moments or frankly, I listened and what did he say? I don't know. And that's, that's the most bizarre part is that I understood as he spoke that I would remember nothing. One scripture that you said about the halo part, uh, first John one, five, this is the message we have heard um, from him and him and announced to you that God is light and him in him, there is no darkness. I mean, there's a million, I pulled it up. There's a million scriptures. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable, uh, that she said, and, and just, okay. So when I, when I fell out of this, this vision, I have never, ever experienced so much energy pulsing and flowing through my body as when I woke up in that moment, I could not talk about it without shaking with the people that were around afterwards, I guess. Um, And, you know, it's moments like this as, as, as we were just talking about where you say that, you know, you cannot tell me that I did not experience this. I am a trained scientist. I have to have physical proof and, and, and measurable data and all these other things, you know, as, as far as, as my career goes, but when, you know, you look at something like this, well, you can't measure that. We can't anyways. At this point, 
but you can't tell me that I didn't experience it. So right. is it real or is it not real? Well, it to me, it's real. Right. Because I have the sensory memories of this thing. And, you know, kind of, kind of what I was, as I guess I was trying to tap into was, you know, as the, this disbelief that there is nothing more, you know, Ed, Alan Watts goes on to talk about how the universe, you know, there, there are, <laughs> I love, I love his depiction of this. Alan was pretty damn clever when he would talk about things. He talked about, there are prickly people and there are gooey people, you know, the gooey people would say, Oh no, you know, a religion, you know, they, they, they adhere strictly to religion. I was created by God and, and I was, you know, I was made by God and, and he knew me before, before I was even in the womb. And, and, you know, I did not come from a monkey. I didn't come from a dolphin, but, you know, then they're on the, in the opposite end of, of that, uh, that pole, there are the prickly people who say, no, we are all just this shitty accident because of the circumstances around us. And, you know, uh, electricity from a lightning bolt hit a hit a mud puddle and it just happened to spark DNA. And I just came from that and everything is meaningless. Well, I'd like to say from that standpoint, that's a miserable way to live. That is utterly horrible because, well, if nothing means anything, well, put a bullet in your brain. Or- <laughs> right. right. Existentialism. And, you know, if if you want to do that and you want to live your life in utter misery, well, go good for you. Leave me the hell alone. But I also can't believe, based on just the scientific facts or so-called facts that are laying around me, that you know that this this is all an accident. This is that that's silly too. That's utterly silly. I mean, even Neil deGrasse Tyson, whom I have um, scientific respect for, but I, I don't I don't listen or. You know, I don't listen to anything that he says unless I see it as it sparks up. You know, I don't subscribe to him on social media. Even that man, uh, who is regarded as one of the smartest people on the planet, um, regarded being a key word. But he says, he's like, you know, we live in a universe of laws and something had to write those laws. So, you know, it, 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 it just makes no sense to me where somebody can disregard that, but they can disregard the other side to it of the spirituality of, you know, um, <sighs> Alan, ta- Alan Watts talks about um, the, uh, the markings on butterflies. He says that, uh, you know, the, the, the prickly mind, the, the scientific mind says that this butterfly just accidentally developed eyes on its on its wings you know there's right. these shapes that look like eyes and and that's why the birds didn't eat them and and that's why they they've propagated and and we still see them today and you know the gooey mind says well it's pretty right so you know, and the be- the beauty aspect of it to me shows that there is something more. 
You know what I mean? Why, why do we see, I mean, evolutionary speaking, you could say like, Oh, we've evolved to, to, to view this thing as beautiful. So we eat it. You know what I mean? Right, I don't, not right. the, not the butterfly, right. but you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, like you know, red fruits so, and stuff like that. Right, right. A scientific mind, a scientific mind can cut these things apart and say, well, this is why we, you know, they say that we like uh, shiny things because light would reflect off of water. And we knew that was somewhere that we could drink. Right. Yeah, or, but I think I think by uh, scientists having to reduce everything to the lowest right. part of it or whatever, that kind of distills kind of the essence of whatever it is that you're looking at. Exactly. Well, the, Bi- the Bible talks about, and I'll I'll take this and not just biblically, but seeking, uh, trying to become wise, they became fools. You know, I I, mm-hmm. I think that we've lost connection with you know if you want to talk about evolution or our heart or our you know whatever our intelligence you know it leads us in a certain direction you know what i mean and I, our heart tells us that there's more to this life than just we're we're not like the animals you know what i mean we're not like a chimp we're not like you know what i mean we have oh, we are. the ability right i mean we are <laughs> we are we are but at the same time we have this idea of eternity you know what I mean? And that's the difference. You know, we don't know that animals can't see eternity. Maybe they do. Have you but, seen but we have the ability to to view ourselves and see ourselves, you know, like God would see us, like, or we have the like, idea of God. Yeah, like we have you know? we've proven to ourselves that we right. have that ability. Whereas the animals to what we haven't made any real progress right chimpanzees have actually reached the uh, some of them have reached the religious stage where they're creating um they're taking sticks and just putting them together and leaving them in a place and that's true tribute but But is that but is that um a learned behavior from scientists trying to see if they can get them to do it or have they just started doing it you know what i mean as i read it it was supposedly that they just did it but you know, even in a sense, you know, we, we know there's these, something they're in said, the wild. Yeah, these are in the wild, hmm. in the and wild. Yeah. And they've gone, they've evolved to the point that that's what they're doing now. And like, they know, and Michael, as you said, it's, it's, they know that there is something more, right? They don't know what it is. And frankly, even, you know, we'll say even the Pope doesn't know what it is. Okay. Right? Well, and, these, and, these, not to cut you off, but these chimpanzees that are doing this, have they encountered humans before? You know I what I mean? So because the picture was pretty close. So they, you know, well, I'm yeah. saying, but have they, did they encounter Goodall, some man. sort of, did they encounter some sort of alien being or did they encounter a human? You know what I mean? Because if they encounter humans, then it could just be the same type of thing that, you know, the Aztecs did when the Spanish came over, you know? Mm-hmm. Even the fact that we like people that take mushrooms or people that take like all these drugs, what does it lead to? Oh, there's a God. You know what I mean? Like that, everybody that I see that takes these mind altering drugs, like our consciousness wants to believe that there is something greater. You know, and evolution, maybe, maybe, maybe we realize the futility of our life, right? At, at a very scientific level, maybe we just, maybe it truly is that we just want there. We want, so I, I heard this. We want that we, we have this God complex. Our soul and our spirit wants to live forever, but we have this understanding that we are finite, right? But, but, I think all of our hearts know that, 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 that's not the case. And, right. And, and I can't, 
and I'm sorry, I've drinking some, I've drinking some whiskey here, but, but, I, but I think though, that, that your heart tells you that there is something more. Now I'm not going to go out on a limb. Obviously I've, and on another podcast, I can talk about the experiences of I've had of Christianity, right? Like, you know, right. and, and we're in Western culture and, and I get all that stuff. But at the same time, I think that everybody can agree that that's why we take mushrooms. That's why we smoke weed. That's because your mind and your heart knows that you're not just made to work a nine to five, come home, watch some TV and go to bed. You know what I mean? Oh, you're yeah, made you're, for more than this. Work, yeah, work you're looking hours. You're looking Work to, eight hours, uh, play eight hours, sleep eight hours. That's that's in there. <laughs> right. live. Right, and you, uh, you know, the, it, it might be great for all the rest of creation, but we we're, we're programmed something different. The fact that we're having this conversation right now proves to me that there's a God. Right. The fact that we're, you know, go ahead. <clears throat> no, Adam, you were saying something, and I cut you off. I apologize. Um, I don't remember, man. If I may, <laughs> if I may close up what I was going on about with the the prickly people and the gooey people, yeah. you know, and I'm just repeating our regurgitating Alan Watts here. You know, he talks. Okay, we have the prickly people who is who. It has to be just an accident, and it's everything is worthless, and and we're just a mistake, and you know everything will fade into nothing. And then you have the gooey people that say that it's all just, you know, it, God's plan and, you know, God created us and all that. And as Alan puts it, and I love this, is that the universe is gooey prickles and prickly goo. It's a mixture of the two. And that sounds like Alan Watts. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh, I, I, I listen. Well, what I do often because, you know, my, my back often hurts is I soak in Epsom salt. And when I do that, I, um, I listen to Alan, um, usually hour, hour and a half lectures. And I just, you know, and I've, I have a small Alan lecture or, uh, I'm sorry, Alan lecture library. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's this weird mixture of the, of the two. And most people can't grasp that because it's not binary. It's not, they don't want any gray. They want black or white. And exactly. then that's the whole and thing. Not. And it's not. Right. None of it is. You know, uh, as they, I guess to, to muse just for a moment here, you know, George Carlin, whom I'm a great fan of, he would go on. Now, granted, Carlin was a, a, a staunch atheist, or at least he did for humor. Right. And he would go on and he'd say, well, if it's God's plan, why the hell are you praying? Because it's God's plan. So is God's plan, you know, but then I take it to a next level of, well, God's plan is for you to pray and change for this thing to happen. Right. Or is it not? Because you have the free will and he has to plan for that. So, I mean, it's just, it's just wild mess. Or were you destined to pray in the first place? You that's, know what I mean? Yeah, that's so what that he can about. show his love, you know, it's like. Exactly. So, you know, that, that's, that is what I, and, you know, I, I showed previously the, uh, the Shobogenzo. And that's this, you know, that's the worst book ever because it's, it tells you everything. And it's about Zen Buddhism as, um, as um, Dogen, I believe Dogen came back from China, but he, he chronicles all of it. Granted, I'm only so far into it. It is 1200 pages and there's a chapter on how to wipe your ass. <laughs> I skipped that one. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty I good with pretty for, for, for the moment. Yeah, man, you need to go back. <laughs> you might be. Well, you know, you have tried. 
you use a triangle shaped stick to scrape <laughs> the shit from between your cheeks. <laughs> and you don't talk to anybody when you poop it. That no, I, I, I can I can grab it out. Fair enough. All right. Mike, are you awake still? Kind of. You want to wrap this up, Daddy? Only, only slightly awake. <laughs> only slightly awake. This is your awake. podcast. Your guests have taken <laughs> over. Yeah, dude. Hey, I let you guys. Oh, I no. told you I can barely even speak. I was going to say, Mikey's doped up on painkillers, and that's yeah, why true. he told us that we could talk about whatever we want, dude, basically. I drank eight beers. I, I have <laughs> a lot of painkillers <laughs> in my <laughs> system. Uh I have a lot of drugs in my system, a lot of painkillers in my system, a lot of beer in my system. And I just said, you know what? You guys just fucking run with it. <laughs> and you guys have been doing great. You guys have been doing great. You guys went started off at 9-11 and you ended up in the, the <laughs> fucking soul, man. You guys ended up deep in the soul talking about things that, you know, one that can only talk about when they get on <laughs> theracon.com. <laughs> and uh it's, it's, it's theracon.com where everybody finds the therapy that they need from the pro from the prostitutes from the <laughs> <laughs> yeah i told you make some phone sex yeah yeah <laughs> so uh theracon theracon.com is where you go to get you all your needs uh uh <laughs> Dude, dude, are you guys are you guys done? Are you guys I'm done? done. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm on my third right. glass of whiskey, dude. I think we need to. I will say this. I could keep going, but I think we need to do this again, Mike. I think we need to do this again. We I, just I, hit the I, touch I, of the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, I feel I think, like there's a lot more to come out uh, from all this. Right. <laughs> I think no I matter think what no we matter, say, no matter what we say, uh, no matter how much global warming happens, the iceberg will no longer melt any further because uh, this has only just begun. And I know that doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't have to make sense because this is Soberless Thoughts. Zach Wicks, uh, thank you. Thank you for being on the podcast. Well, if I may interject one last little line, the Tao which can be told is not the eternal Tao. Lotsa. Is that dowing? Is that are we looking for water now? Dowing for water? No, sir. You pronounce Tao as Dao in Chinese. Oh. Oh yes. look at you. And that's look the quote you. from Lao and I believe that's the opening line of the Tao De Jing. Well, let me tell you, in Chinese, I know Ching Chang Walla Walla Bing Bang. <laughs> and we're getting out of here. Adam, uh Adam Rodriguez, uh dude, you're fucking awesome. Oh, uh, thanks, let me man. tell I had you, a blast. Yeah. yeah, let me tell you anytime Great. you want to come back on the uh, Soberless Thoughts, I'm more than happy to have you back on Soberless Thoughts because oh, I can chat forever, man. I'm just... All right, I mean, cool, so you know, more than happy, yeah. more than happy, according to George what? Carlin, sounds like a mental illness. I don't care <laughs> what happened to him, he was <laughs> I, more than happy. Oh, he's more than I, happy. I tell you what, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I'm ecstatic about uh, A Rod's little brother, Adam Rodriguez, over here. Hey-o. So and then Michael Reimer, uh, as always, as always, you're bringing the heat when it comes to uh, the biblical form <laughs> of just 
laying down the fucking gauntlet on people. Sulfur uh, from heaven. Yeah, dude. Just laying down some Jesus, you know, DC talk. Just bringing back that DC talk vibe. Like I said last week, dude, the fucking, the real life John Constantine over here. Uh, (laughs) There, there's nobody better than you, uh, Michael Reimer, when it comes to laying down the heat. On the demonics motherfuckers over oh, here. All I gotta say is Jesus is coming back December 14th, uh, 2021. Be ready. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, no, well, you said I got that. some inside he, information. He said, <laughs> he said this multiple times on the podcast now. Uh, and it's true. He's got a whole book that he's wrote about this. Uh so for a small we, contribution of I thought I was getting some Martha Stewart insider info here. God damn. Oh. Yeah, no. Amazon, Amazon.com uh, is worse. <laughs> or the guy who uh, contact when you contact uh, Thermocon, Thermocon, <laughs> he, he'll talk to you about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so this is this has been uh, Cerberus Thoughts. Uh, you can find Cerberus Thoughts on social media anywhere you uh, get on your social media. Just search Cerberus Thoughts, and we are together. And uh, at the end of all these episodes, we like to say, when you find yourself in a skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip the fuck on out. <laughs>When the president talks to God, are the conversations brief or long? Does he ask to rape our women's rights and send poor farm kids off to die? Does God suggest an oil hike when the president talks to God? When the president talks to God, are the consonants all hard or soft? Is he resolute all down the line? Is every issue black or white? Does what God say ever change his mind when the president talks to God? When the president talks to God, does he fake that drawl or merely nod? Agree which convicts should be killed, where prisons should be built and filled? Which voter fraud must be concealed when the president talks to God? When the president talks to God, I wonder which one plays the better cop. We should find some jobs, the ghetto's broke. Another lazy George, I say we don't. Just give him more liquor stores and dirty coke. That's what God recommends. When the president talks to God, do they drink near beer and go play golf? While they pick which countries to invade, which Muslim souls still can be saved? I guess God just calls a spade a spade when the president talks to God. When the president talks to God, does he ever think that maybe he's not? That that voice is just inside his head when he kneels next to the presidential bed? Does he ever smell his own bullshit when the president talks to God? I doubt it. I doubt it.